The warm weather is back after a cold spell for, what was it, almost a week, which killed all of the weak plants. Only the strong survive now. Welcome to Colorado Springs. The housing market is still doing well, despite what you may have heard to the contrary. Yeah, homes are expensive here, and it is almost as expensive here as it has ever been. Housing affordability is at an almost an all-time low, almost the worst that we have seen, and yet people are still buying and selling property here. I want you to look at that. There are currently 1,629 properties for sale in Colorado Springs right now. There are 803 under contract properties. The list to close price ratio is 98.2%. What that means is that the average property, when it lists for whatever price it lists, the price that it closes at is on average 98.2% of its original listing price. If you're finding this information helpful, smash that like button, hit subscribe and hit the bell so you stay up to date with all new videos that I come out with. Properties are getting an average of 2.48 showings per week and that's down from the three to five or six per week that we were getting earlier in the summer. And we've got about three months uh, worth of inventory right now. So we would need anywhere from four to six months of inventory to have what we would call a balanced market where there are enough homes for buyers to pick from without having to be in competition with anybody while not having so many homes that they sit on the market for too long. Oh, look at this. Oh, wait, there it is. I love those 12 foot tall skeletons. I'm wearing the Scooby-Doo shirt too. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. October has seen 257 sales for the whole month so far and we're a little over halfway in the month. Now compare that to October 2022 when there were 840 total property sales for that month. About this time, last month in September, we had about 300 property sales, and then we finally ended the month at 720 sales for September. I'm expecting similar results for October, probably a little bit less. I'm also expecting home prices to decrease 5% by the end of the year. Our height in home sales for 2023 this year was in June, where we had 1,001 property sales. Compare that to the big selling months of last year, 2022, in the March to September timeframe, we had anywhere from 1,000 to 1,300, even more so, property sales for each of those months. The current average sales price for October is $510,588 and a median sales price of $430,000. Last month in September, the average sales price was $508,861 and a median sales price of $460,000. So the average is almost the same and the median has gone down a little bit. But let's take a look further. At the height of home prices for 2023, that was in June, where the average sales price was $530,372, and the median sales price was still $460,000. So not a lot has changed. 
Our height in home prices last year, 2022, was back in April, where the average sales price was $529,467, and the median sales price was $472,500. What has been happening is we have seen a slow increase in home prices during the summer this year and last year, and then it started to come back down during the winter time. There hasn't been a huge increase or decrease comparatively for the past two years. And like I said, I'm expecting home prices to drop another 5% by the end of the year just due to the seasonality. For October this year, we have had a total of 2,062 active listings. Compare that to October of last year when we had 2,350. Not a huge change. If you want to compare the year to date for 2022, uh, by this time in October, we had 16,913 property listings. And now 2023, so far we've had 18,174. So there's a little bit of uptick in the number of properties for sale this year versus last year in total so far. Currently, the average days on market for properties is at 35 and the median is at 22. What that means is that's the time that it takes once you list a property to the day that it actually goes under contract. It's taking 22 to 35 days. Those numbers are almost identical for last year where October 2022, the average days on market was 33 and the median was 22, almost identical. And what ended up happening last year was in December, that number rose to 44 days on average and 31 days on the median. So I'm expecting to see that again for this year, where it's going to take probably 45 days for a property to sell here. But here's the point, is that it's still selling. It's not like homes are just sitting on the market and then going, oh, I can't sell. Now that is happening. We are having withdrawals. We are having properties cancel and go off market, but it's not a huge amount. Properties are still selling. And you still have affordable housing options that are still being built. New construction is still happening right now. The biggest growth in Colorado Springs is particularly in the Woodman Corridor area. So the spot on Woodman Road from between Powers and Falcon or Meridian area, that whole strip is getting built out. Southeast of the Colorado Springs Airport is getting built out. And that InterQuest area, whew, yeah, housing and commercial is just going up and up and up. You've heard about the amphitheater that's getting built in that area, right? Crime in Colorado Springs has also been decreasing, interestingly. Our crime rate fell 15.9% between 2010 and 2022. And if you want to compare that to Denver, Denver's crime rate has actually risen 32% in the same time. By comparison, Colorado Springs spends over 30% of its budget, of its city budget, on police, whereas Denver spends about 10% of its budget. And at the same time, our city is telling us that we are 80 
police officers short of where we need to be in order to adequately police the city. So funding the police is a big deal here in Colorado Springs. And then you've got several, many companies that are expanding and investing in Colorado Springs, bringing more jobs to Colorado Springs. Amazon is a big one. We got U.S. Space Command, which is staying here. That's another big one. Infinity Labs, Integris, Delta Solutions and Strategies. That's a defense contractor. Bocor and Meyerberger. Uh, those are the big ones, but there are more. So yes, while housing affordability is still near an all-time low, our city is still experiencing growth in jobs and in housing. The demand for housing in Colorado Springs is never going to go away. It's just a matter of who can afford it at this point. And there are still people who can afford it. Even as expensive as it is, I'm still showing houses. Now, yes, it's slower. It has slowed down, yes. A majority of people cannot afford to pay four or $5,000 a month and up on a mortgage payment. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict has also caused some waves where investors uh, are, have felt a bit less secure about housing, about um, mortgages. And so they've been putting more money into bonds and mortgage-backed securities. And so that has the effect of uh, dropping the interest rates just a tiny bit in response to that as the cost for bonds and MBSs increases. That may sway the Fed to stop raising basis points. Uh, or at least take a pause for the moment. And then you've got other things like the continued war in Ukraine and the United Auto Workers strike. Those are all going to make some slight changes to our economy and what investors are doing. Currently, the interest rates are between 7.598% and 7.92% for a 30-year conventional loan. That increase in long-term bond yields has a similar effect in tampering, tampering down the economy. So even that can bring down inflation a little bit. And because of that, there is less of a need for the Fed to have additional mon monetary policy tightening. So a lot of investors are anticipating that we are not going to have any more rate hikes from the Fed this year. Now let's look at some rent data. Rents in Colorado Springs dropped 0.4% in September. Compare that to a half a percent increase nationwide. Year over year, rent growth in Colorado Springs is now at negative 6%. And that's down from plus 3.8% a year ago. Since the start of the COVID pandemic in March 2020, the citywide rents here have risen a total of 22.8%. Today, the median rent in Colorado Springs is $1,177 for a one-bedroom unit and $1,475 for a two-bed. Citywide, the vacancy rate here is at 9.3%. That's up three percentage points from this time last year. 
Affordable housing continues here in Colorado Springs. Things are still getting built. A couple of examples, there's a 50 unit affordable housing complex for low income seniors who are aged 62 or older. And then there's also the village at Solid Rock and that's just uh, regular housing, but it's 77 units for that one. There is argument about the quality of life decreasing here in Colorado Springs. And a lot of that has to do with too many people, too much traffic, and a concern about future infrastructure here and the ability to actually house enough people here and to provide enough infrastructure services and particularly water to these people. So you could argue, well, what if we just didn't let anybody else in and nobody else can move here or we limit it in some fashion. And we've actually seen that happen in Boulder. Boulder has already done that. And guess what happened to Boulder? Boulder's prices were already expensive and now they've shot through the roof because they enacted growth restrictions and that had the unfortunate consequence of making it even more expensive because it didn't turn the demand off in Boulder, it just made it more expensive now. To give you an idea of how many jobs all of these companies are bringing, Amazon is going to be hiring uh, nearly 1,300 people in Colorado Springs, Bocor is going to add up to 600 jobs, Meyer Burger is going to add more than 350 jobs. Integris is going to be almost 600 jobs. And these are going to be pretty decent jobs. For example, Bocor, the average salary is going to be over 160K a year. Meyerberger and Integris are going to be about 77,000 or 75,000 respectively. And here's some fun news. You know that scar on Pikes Peak? Well, that's going to be covered up. They're going to fill that in with topsoil and they're going to plant some native trees and shrubs there. So you're no longer going to have to look at that ugly spot on the mountain. They're going to actually make it look nice now. So in short, we have a really healthy economy. We've got a healthy amount of at least high paying jobs, maybe not necessarily lower or mid income jobs. We do have a lot of car washes here. And then people are concerned about the number of car washes in Colorado Springs. And I was too, until I learned that these car washes recycle a majority of their water. And then it became pretty much a non-issue to me. That was the only thing I was concerned about is they're using a bunch of water. Well, they're recycling it. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't care what business they have. You're also going to see some fun things on the ballot for this year. Not a whole lot. You're going to see Proposition HH. You're going to see Ballot Issue 2A. And you're going to see some things for the City of Fountain and for Flying Horse. The residents here in Colorado Springs, I feel, are more connected to politics and more interested in politics than they ever have been in the past, although you only had a 30 to 40 percent voter turnout for the last election, the mayoral election between Yemi Mobilade and Wayne Williams. Right now I'm just walking in my own neighborhood that I live in and oh, look at this color. Ah, oh, I love it. If you are interested in seeing the colors, the leaves change, the leaves change colors here, you want to go to Mueller State Park. That is up Highway 24. You go past Manitou and Divide, and then you go south. Uh, it's 
on the way to Cripple Creek, but not quite that far. My parents go there every year to see the leaves change colors. I have three young kids, so I very rarely go anywhere. But uh, it, it's a really nice time to uh, just go exploring and hiking at one of our huge, beautiful state parks. And there's never anybody there. So it's a magical, fun time to just get out in nature and have nobody be around you. My name is Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent with Remax Real Estate Group, and I live here in Colorado Springs. I've got my license for the state of Colorado. I primarily work in the Colorado Springs area, gone up to Denver and down to Pueblo for some clients as well, but predominantly I work here. If you're finding this information helpful, please click the like and the subscribe button and stay in touch with me as I talk about all things Colorado Springs and housing market related here. If you have any questions about buying or selling or you're looking to buy or sell property here, please reach out to me and I'd be more than happy to help you with that. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you in the next video.